Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Here we go, wrestle, wrestle. I realize that there's typically a rustling around at the beginning of the episode. That's the microphone getting situated. It's it's pretty amazing how sensitive these $75 Amazon microphones are. If you ever want to start a podcast, the microphone to get is the ATR 2100. It's like 80 bucks or something like that, maybe less. Just Google ATR 2100. And it's pretty much, I don't even know if you would ever even need to get a better one. I mean, I guess you could. I, I do have a, a good microphone that I use for like music, but I don't really see any need to use it. I think this one's just fine. The good old ATR 2100. So enough about the technical specifications required to begin a podcast. Um, just had some, just had some funny ACIM stuff go down. I'm, I'm sitting at this. Yesterday's lesson was I am as God created me. And so the, the lesson for the day to be recited and repeated was I am one with my creator. I am his son eternally. And so whenever someone angers you, right, the, what you're supposed to say is you are God's son, you are his son eternally or, you know, daughter or whatever. And so I'm at a meeting, I'm at one of my recovery gatherings and it's a big meeting, it's outside, it's like 50 people, 40 people. And it's not the main program, it's, an, it's a sub program, really amazing sub program might be more powerful than the, um, the dominant program. Anyway, I'm sitting there, and uh, there's this guy. There's this guy that's just really toxic, and he's constantly undermining the leadership. He's constantly making these passive-aggressive comments, and he's, con- he's kind of a bully, honestly. He's not, I don't know, there's just something going on there that I don't, I don't think he's capable of even becoming aware of this stuff. And as it says in one of the programs, it, what, what is referred to as constitutionally incapable of being honest with himself, that's how he occurs, and so that's not his fault. He seems to, be, he seems to have been born that way. He seems to have, uh, he seems incapable of develop, uh, developing a manner of living which demands a rigorous honesty. So that's not his fault. So the, the, one of the prayers that you say for him, in, that you say for people like this in the program is this is a sick sick man how can i be helpful to him thou save me please save me from being angry thy will be done and it's powerful right but and it generally works but it what what is required of us however to pull off these miraculous feats is willingness willingness is huge you have to be willing to set your ego aside you have to be willing to be happy versus right and so you know, I'm sitting down. This guy's like two two seats away from me, maybe three. And I, I kid you not, he spent, I don't know, 15 minutes straight, at least 10 minutes straight. Like he was doing something on his watch and just kept going beep, 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 beep. Was, I don't know if he was like setting the time or adjusting. I don't know what he was doing or playing with his stopwatch or whatever. And I mean, I tell you what, he's my last nerve. He was on my last flipping nerve. And so I just started saying, you know, you are as God created you. You are his son eternally. You are as God created you. You are his son eternally. And then there's this other guy, another pretty alpha male um, who shows up with his his dog, you know, and it's like a 
it's like a big mean looking dog. I'm sure it's not a mean dog. And people get people can get really dog breed enthusiasts can get really triggered on this sort of stuff, but it's not so much about the potential viciousness of the canine. It's much more about the fact that much more it has to do with the fact that the you know, the dog not really behaving, the dog not sitting still, the dog not, you know, the dog being a dog in, in a meeting um, is very disruptive energetically to the space. And, you know, it's like the clanking of the chain and the, there's already a lot of people there and there's sort of dis noise in the background because it's outside. There's like a baseball game happening, you know, on this field sort of behind it. And you throw a dog into the mix and the dog's kind of like moving around and, you know, just kind of being a dog, right? And, and kids, I mean, it just tell, tell you what, it just, that kind of thing gets on my last freaking nerve. I will go from zero to murderous in about three seconds. And what really pisses me off, it's the inconsider, it's the inconsideration. This person, people in Southern California that have dogs, they just assume that you love their dog in the coffee shop, like pissing on the floor, or they just assume that you don't mind when their dog sheds all over the the coffee shop. There's, I'm friends with the baristas in the coffee shop that I hang out all, all the day, uh, every day. Not like friends with them, but I'm very friendly with them. And so I get the inside scoop. And, you know, people bring their dogs in off the street. And, and there's like tons of dog hair to be swept, every day, swept up every day. And a lot of people, a significant pop, uh, portion or percentage of the population just thinks it's really kind of gross. And, and, <laughs> Try to bring that to the attention of certain dog owners, and you will feel the vicious backlash, right? This woman, this one woman brings a Great Dane to the coffee shop, and the things, it's literally the size of a horse, and it's incredibly obtrusive, you know? And there was just a Great Dane murder. There was, like, these two Great Danes killed, killed a mother and her daughter, I think, like, last week somewhere in Texas or wherever. I don't know if it was Texas, but... So that sort of... That really irks me because as I've always, I'm always mentioning like danger, when something's truly dangerous, when someone's not just like smacking their lips, like they have a large dog that is capable of unruly behavior, which the dog, I get the dog is probably not going to do anything. The dog's probably perfectly fine. Um, but that can make people uncomfortable, particularly children. And so people just assume that the whole universe is okay with that. Okay. So Let's bring this back to Course of Miracles before I get carried away here. That kind of inconsideration, again, pisses me off, especially when it's in a recovery gathering. So this guy's got his dog. He's got the one guy beeping his watch on one side of me, and I got the other guy with his bulldog on the other side, on one side, and then I got the, bull, the guy with the bulldog on the other side. And uh, I just started saying, you are as God created you. You are as God created you. You are his son eternally. And wouldn't you know it, I just stopped noticing. I, like, forgot the dog was there. And then I, like, look over later in the meeting, and there's, like, the person next to the dog is, like, petting it. And the, the guy, the woman sitting next to him, like, took her shawl off and, like, put it over the dog because the dog was cold. And I'm like, you see, this is now officially my stuff. Now, there is potentially a conversation to be had about the disruption, but not from that crazy psycho ego place. But it was just interesting. As soon as I saw what was going on, I applied the principles, and then I forgot that the dog even existed. The guy to my left, I started applying the, who was beeping the watch, started applying the principles, and he eventually stopped beeping, and I forgot about him too. So 
at this point, particularly when it's not happening in the moment, the only thing I would have to gain about ruminating on that is just the there's there's really nothing except my ego uh, thinks it stands to gain a lot by harboring that very little literal hatred. Very the the ego is literally very very hateful. You know, if if even remotely provoked, and mine. You know, I, as I said, I make no bones about the fact that I can go from zero to 100 in about one second. Thank God for the Course in Miracles and these other spiritual uh, systems or programs that, I've, that have supported me in not only creating the awareness around this stuff, but then in, in calling me forth to choose better, to choose a higher rather than a lower vibration. And so every, you know, the, the whole world can become this great big, almost like test tube. It can become a, a great big experiment for you if you're willing to uh, see how far the Holy Spirit might take you, right, I, in your quest for, or how, how quickly the, the Holy Spirit might present to you challenging circumstances for you to overcome. And I mentioned this a few episodes ago, Marianne Williamson in one of her talks said um, that, yeah, perhaps the Holy Spirit is driving you someone, is bringing you someone or putting someone into your experience who drives you insane so that you can get over it, so you can practice forgiveness in the radical sense of that word and the quantum sense of the word and, and get closer to God as quickly as is humanly possible, right? I, just, I, I realize I'm bitching about my landlord a lot on this podcast. I was just in Facebook and you know, her, one of the landlords, former landlords who were like a husband and wife-ish couple, I think. It was always kind of hard to tell. But he posted a picture of her, this like smiling picture of her. This is a person that told me some really despicable and damaging lies, right? And he's got his picture here, picture of there. And she's like resting her head in her palms like, oh, I'm just the most wonderful person in the universe. And then there's all these comments like, the, man, the, the, the goddess of the universe, the one that holds the universe together. And this part of me wanted to just be like, yeah, I really just hate that lying sack of shit, you know? And I literally had the comment typed up on Facebook. And a little voice in my head said, you know what, Dave? Don't, don't go there, right? Because that person has a lot of allies, and that would just make me look awful, even though it was the truth. My ego would be right, but that would not result in me getting closer to God. So if Jesus can forgive the Roman soldiers for torturing him and killing him, I can forgive the lying neighbor for what happened a long time ago now. So without further ado, and then these stories, right, I'm inviting you to take these stories, these anecdotes, and then look in your own life for how they apply, and particularly in interpersonal relationships with people that you know, and also people just sort of quote unquote random people that you encounter in the streets, in the grocery store, on the road, wherever. So lesson 95, without further ado, I am oneself united with my creator. This is a great lesson too, by the way. The prayer with this lesson is so beautiful. Today's idea accurately describes you as God created you. You are with one within yourself and one with him. Yours is the unity of all creation. Your perfect unity makes change in you impossible. You do not accept this and you fail to re realize it must be so only because you believe that you have changed yourself already. 
You see yourself as a ridiculous parody on God's creation, weak, vicious, ugly, and sinful, miserable, and beset with pain. Such is your version of yourself, a self divided into many warring parts, separate from God, and tenuously held together by its erratic and capricious maker to which you pray. So that is some gnarly stuff. Right, I'm going to read that again. You see yourself as a ridiculous parody on God's creation, weak, ugly, weak, vicious, ugly, and sinful, miserable, and beset with pain. Such is your version of yourself, a self divided into many warring parts, separate from God, and tenuously held together by its erratic and capricious maker to which you pray. It does not hear your prayers, for it is deaf. It does not see the oneness in you, for it is blind. It does not understand you are the son of God, for it is senseless and understands nothing. We will attempt, to, we will attempt today to be aware only of what, can, of what can hear and see and what makes perfect sense. We will again, in other words, we're, we're only paying attention to the truth. We're only going to be aware of the truth. We will again direct our exercises towards reaching your one self, which is united with its creator in patience and in hope we try again today. The use of the five minute, the use of the first five minutes of every waking hour for practicing the idea for the day has special advantages at the stage of learning in which you are present. It is difficult at this point not to allow your mind to water, to wander, if it, if it undertakes extended practice. Okay, so it is difficult at this point not to allow your mind to wander if it undertakes extended practice. You have surely realized this by now. So God's basically saying here, yeah, I realized that, you know, the, that 20 minute whopper I plopped on you the other day was challenging and I'm aware of this and you've realized this by now. You have seen the extent of your lack of mental discipline and of your need for mind training. It is necessary that you be aware of this for it is indeed a hindrance to your advance. Frequent but shorter practice periods have other advantages for you at this time. In addition to recognizing your difficulties with sustained attention, you must also have noticed that, unless you are reminded of your purpose frequently, you tend to forget about it for long periods of time. You often fail to remember the short applications of the idea for the day, and you have not yet formed the habit of using the idea as an automatic response to temptation. Right, so he's calling you out. You often fail to remember the short applications of the idea for the day. So, in other words, first the, the first of the hour is lost to you. You don't do you don't dedicate the first five minutes of every hour, and you have not yet formed the habit of using the idea as an automatic response to temptation. Now, I will tell you this much: I my responses are getting far more automatic. It's the the lapse time between my resentment and my forgiveness is much shorter. So the mind training that this course is, um, the, the mind training that is essentially a very fundamental aspect of this course, it does start to work slowly and surely. Um, so just stick with it if you find yourself frustrated. Structure then is necessary for you at this time. Plan to include frequent reminders of your goal and regular attempts to reach it. Regularity in terms of time is not the ideal requirement for the most beneficial form of practice in salvation. It is advantageous, however, for those whose motivation is inconsistent and who remain heavily defended against learning. 
We will therefore keep to the five-minute-an-hour practice periods for a while and urge you to omit, to omit as few as possible. Using the first five minutes of the hour will be particularly helpful since it imposes firmer structure. Do not, however, use your lapses from this schedule as an excuse not to return to it again as soon as you can. There may well be a temptation to regard the day as lost because you have already failed to do what is required. I think I was talking about that yesterday, like, oh, I didn't do it perfect, so to heck with it, right? This should, however, merely be recognized as what it is, a refusal to let your mistake be corrected and an unwillingness to try again. The Holy Spirit is not delayed in his teaching by your mistakes, he can be held back only by your unwillingness to let them go. Let us therefore be determined, particularly for the next week or so, to be willing to forgive ourselves for our lapses in diligence and our failure to follow the instructions for practicing the day's idea. This tolerance for weakness will enable us to overlook it rather than give it power to delay our learning. So we are tolerating our weaknesses. And consider that when we're tolerating the weaknesses in ourselves, we're tolerating the weaknesses in others. If we give it the power to do this, we are regarding it as strength and we are confusing strength with weakness. When you fail to comply with the requirements of this course, you have merely made a mistake. This calls for correction and for nothing else. To allow mistakes to continue is to make additional mistakes based on the first and reinforcing it, based on the first and reinforcing it. It is this process that must be laid aside, for it is but another way in which you would defend illusions against the truth. That all these errors go by, recognize them for what they are. They are attempts to keep you unaware you are oneself, united with your creator, at one with every aspect of creation, and limitless in power and peace. This is the truth, and nothing else is true. Today we will affirm this truth again and try to reach the place in you in which there is no doubt that only this is true. Begin the practice periods today with the assurance offered to your mind with all the certainty you can give. I am one self, united with my creator, at one with every aspect of creation and limitless in power and in peace. And close your eyes and tell yourself again, slowly and thoughtfully, attempting to allow the meaning of the words to sink into your mind, replacing false ideas. I am one self. Repeat this several times and then attempt to feel the meaning that the words convey. You are one self, united with your creator. Or actually, you are one self, united and secure in light and joy and peace. You are God's son, one self, with one creator and one goal to bring awareness to this oneness to all minds and that true creation may extend the allness and the unity of God. You are oneself, complete and healed and whole, with power to lift the veil of darkness from the world and let the light in you come through to teach the world the truth about yourself. You are oneself in perfect harmony with all there is and all that there will be. You are oneself, the Holy Son of God, united with your brothers in that self, united with your fathers in his will. Feel this one self in you and let it shine away all your illusions and your doubts. This is yourself, the son of God himself, sinless as its creator, with his strength within you and his love forever yours. You are one self and it is given you to feel this self within you and to cast all your illusions out of the one mind that is this self, 
the holy truth in you. Do not forget today, we need your help, your little part in bringing happiness to all the world. And heaven looks to you in confidence that you will try today. Share then its surety, for it is yours. Be vigilant. Do not forget today. Throughout the day, do not forget your goal, repeating today's idea as frequently as possible, and understand each time you do so, someone hears the voice of hope, the stirring of the truth within his mind, the gentle rustling of the wings of peace. So do not forget your goal. Each time you do not forget your goal, someone hears the voice of hope, the stirring of truth within his mind, the gentle rustling of the wings of peace. So back to the example from the meeting today, right? I remembered my goal, right? To, I remembered my part in the atonement and I extended love to these people who were bothering the living crud out of me, right? And each time I did that, someone heard the voice of hope, the stirring of truth within their mind, the gentle rustling of the wings of peace. Now, was it one of these people who were bothering me? Perhaps. I'm not sure, but it's a really fascinating thing to remember or to consider that when you are remembering your goal, that gives someone somewhere in the universe a little piece of hope, the gentle rustling of the wings of peace. Your own acknowledgement that you are oneself united with your Father is a call to all the world to be at one with you. To everyone you meet today, be sure to give the promise of today's idea and tell him this. You are one self with me, united with our creator in this self. I honor you because of what I am and what he is, who loves us both as one. Now you want to get to spirit, you want to you want to achieve a state of spiritual enlightenment? Memorize that prayer. You are one self with me, united with our creator in this self. I honor you because of what I am and what he is, who loves us both at one, as one. And every time you encounter someone, say that prayer silently to yourself, directing your love in his or her direction. Watch what happens. Thank you so much, Course in Miracles podcast. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. God song, one, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores. Till I cast aside my demons and that's when It came shining through Dusty blinds in a dim lit room And I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light It was that sweet the sweetest of surrenders Sweet, sweet, sweet The sweetest of surrenders Sweet, sweet, sweet The sweetest
world to show me the errors of my ways. But may God bless you if you keep one by your bedside. I hope it gets you to heaven one day.